Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hard Nine Pod. It is great to see you all. We appreciate you being with us tonight or today or whatever time it is you are listening to us and tuning in. Today, as we speak to you, it is December 4th. The winter median meetings have begun, and it is only 72 days till pitchers and catchers report. Yeah, winter meetings got um, – they're getting interesting. False reporting has already started, thanks to Mark Feinsand. Shocker. Um, I know I don't I don't want to like hate on him, but he tweeted out for those of you who I'm sure you know already. Maybe if you're seeing this, Sean Murphy's a cardinal. Who knows? But he tweeted out Sean Murphy um will be traded soon. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. Um, Braves viewed as front runners. Thirty minutes later, Sean Murphy's still close to being traded. Braves are not the team he's going to. <laughs> and for season eight, you- four other teams that were front runners, and the Braves were not one of them. You texted me that, and it just doesn't make sense. They have Darno and Contreras. Now, obviously, if they're going to deal one of those guys, it's going to be Darno, twenty-four-year-old Will or William Contreras. I don't see them dealing him. But it's Sean Murphy to the Braves. Hey, it might happen. You never know. The Braves are, are have been known to make uh, plays, maybe when you aren't looking for one. But I just don't see that. I just don't see that happening. Uh, we did say last week on our on our catchers edition of the pod. Uh, go sign Wilson Contreras. That's our that's our number one option. But if you're making a trade. In our mind, it's Sean Murphy. Yeah, and there's a there's a very real chance that while we're recording this, Sean Murphy will become a Cardinal and we will be talking about it, or he'll become a Guardian or a Red Sox for whatever reason why the Red Sox won him, I still don't understand. But um, there's, a re- there's a chance he gets traded, but more than likely he will get traded after the podcast. So everything we've just said has become irrelevant. That's probably well, that, what's going to happen. First of all, here's one thing we know legitimately after we finish almost every pod something breaks like every time. usually some a lot of times something we've talked about they were like oh we'll just have to wait and see boom it breaks out we put the pod now we look like morons so there we go yep. that's what will happen uh, but at least now we are acknowledging that it might happen or that it will happen i will say last week we i mean or a, a couple of days ago whenever we did i don't remember time is a yeah. i don't know i but time is messed up for me right now it is but um I do think that my conf- my confidence in them getting Contreras, I think Sean Murphy is the most likely as of right now where we sit today at 727 on December 4th. Okay. Now, do I like that? Not really, because I don't want to see Nolan will, Gorman next go. Next week we will be sporting Tucker Barnhart jerseys. <laughs> I, will, I can guarantee you if they get Tucker Barnhart, I will not have a jersey. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Tucker things, Barnhart, but. Just a few things to catch up. Um, before we get to, uh, we really wanted to dive into, obviously, the outfield conundrum. And I don't know if it's really a conundrum. Fans seem to think it's a conundrum. It's a discussion topic, and it's kind of something we wanted to hit on um, here as we, we enter the, the winter meetings today started. So we've got them for today through Wednesday, I believe. Um, soccer's dead. Soccer's dead. Yeah, good effort. Good effort. And they got to 16. Young team, one of the youngest teams in the, in the World Third Cup. Third youngest. Third youngest. Yeah, so – I mean, the hope is some guys develop, maybe some more guys come up, and then maybe they're better in 2026. Sucks that it's four years from now, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, shout out to Christian Pulisic for playing through. I mean, that guy has to, like, wonder, okay, I I mean, he did everything. He played great again yesterday. Um, Miss obviously had a shot at a goal there early that I think probably changes the entire tides of the day. Just, I mean, just mishit it, you know. I thought Tim Ream was going to score a goal, too. Yeah, it, it – yeah, I think missing Sergeant. Also, by the way, I think it's fair for a shout out to Sergeant and Reem for. I mean, those are local kids. Uh, Saint both Louis guys. Saint Dominic. 
that's pretty awesome. Like, that's pretty cool. I, I am a big – I've become a big Matt Turner fan, the goalie. I, I talked about that last time. So, hey, here's what it did. It got me watching soccer. Today, nailed my bets. So, took France to uh, to win in 90 minutes and took England to win in 90 minutes. Nice little plus 100 parlay. Off we go. Let's go. We're not a soccer podcast. We don't know much. But I did no. hear that, that Lionel Messi is coming to the MLS potentially on the biggest deal ever given in the MLS, which one great for Lionel Messi to get paid again. Cause that guy, one of the greatest athletes of all time, but two great for the MLS. If Lionel Messi comes to the MLS, that's going to put them on the map. So I hope that happens. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. Um, just also a scored a goal yesterday. Teams. The dude's a freak. Uh, the Pelicans are a wagon down here and you're coming down. We went to one game. We're going to another one against the Pacers on the 26th. Uh, they beat the Nuggets today. Our boy, Jose Alvarado puts up 38. 38. Um, he was trying so. Record, franchise record for an undrafted player. I love that. When, for those of you who don't know, if you don't pay a lot of attention to the NBA. And again, we're going to get to baseball here soon. Just a couple of things I wanted to get out of the way. Um, one, if you don't pay attention to the NBA, watch the Pelicans. They are fun. They're, as you, as you can see, they're, Pels are fun. Um, but when that we saw it, when he comes into the game, that place goes apeshit bananas. And it is pretty awesome. And he is shout out Puerto Rico, didn't play in college, undrafted. Boom. Here we here we are. I thought it I think it's um I mean obviously they're playing without Herb jo- Herb Jones. No, he's yeah, Herbert Jones Herbert, and Brandon Herbert. Ingram and Brandon Ingram. Um and just actually like two of the starting five and just kind of stuck it to the nuggets. Zion's a stud. I mean, they've got so many weapons. They they had so many rotations. Today. Jonas Valanciunas didn't play one minute in the fourth quarter because he was in foul they're, trouble. You, you and I have talked about this, obviously, together off air. Um, they're the deepest team in the NBA. Nobody's close. And today they got 61 points against the Nuggets, who, by the way, are also a wagon. Off the bench, 61 points for the Pels. So that's pretty awesome. Trey, like Trey said, Murphy with two ridiculous posters. Oh, that guy, that guy so is that man. It is very fun to now be living in an NBA city. I've never done this. Uh, I am. I am a lifelong NBA fan. I, I am really loving this. So that's really cool. Uh, yesterday, they're really fun. How were the two dollar vodkas at Cam's? You know, I didn't have as many as I thought because once we started losing, I wasn't in the mood anymore. It was early. I didn't sleep much, so I was irritable. I was. I was kind of mad. And then we left after the third goal was scored. I was like, I'm not watching this shit anymore. Yesterday, we the Noble Clan channeled their inner early twenties. Uh, we got to Cooter Browns. I got to Cooter Browns at 8.30. Lucky enough, got one of the last tables. Uh, it was jam-packed. They opened the doors at 8.30. I walked in at 8.37, one of the last tables, packed. It was it was a great electric environment until it wasn't. Like, the third mm-hmm. goal really shiested it. But yesterday here in the 504 in New Orleans, you had Southern playing. They got whacked by Jackson State. Like, Deion Sanders said, fuck. Which, who I want to talk about here in just a second, too, before we go on. Um, two, you had LSU playing in the uh, SEC Championship. Uh, also got waxed by Georgia. Two fluky touchdowns, really weird things that happened early. Uh, and then three, you had Tulane, who beat Central Florida eventually. That It was electric down here yesterday. We did not get home until 1.30. We started at 8.30 a.m., and I did not get home until 1.30. I feel pretty good today. I don't feel like I think I should. That's good. So, yeah, you have a big weekend, and then you obviously have the Pelicans game today, and then yeah. the Saints play tomorrow, the Buccaneers in Tampa. So it's going to be it's a big weekend for New Orleans. Could be a it lot is. of wins. Could be a lot of wins. If I'm going to watch the Saints game tomorrow. I think I'm going to watch it here at the crib. I do not think I'm going out to watch it. Um, Just wanted to say shout out to Deion Sanders. There's a lot of people ripping him right now for unjust reasons, I believe. Uh, He, I hope he puts Colorado back on the map. When I was young, Colorado, Cordell Stewart and all that group, they were electric. They were so much fun to watch. 
Um, they were very, very, uh, very, very good for a while. Won a national championship there. Hey, that, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? He goes to Jackson State. He puts him back on the map. Now he wants a chance to win a national title. He's going to bring in NIL deals. You're in Denver. You're our Boulder, right? You're in Colorado. You're, he's going to be able to bring in guys, I think, to fit whatever he wants and guys from all around the country. It's Dion, right? Who, like, we've talked about this before. Why would you not want to go play for Dion? I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the Colorado fans. I'm happy for, happy for Jackson State. He's got them back going in the right direction. So Yeah, it's so it's good for all parties involved. Pro Dion. I'm pro Dion. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, good for him. I did, I did, It wasn't surprising to me, but I was hoping he was – I thought he was going to get the Auburn job for a little bit, but yeah. I think that's kind of – that would be a big a big kind of surprise, I think. I, I'm, shocked that, I'm shocked that Florida State didn't hire him. Or maybe they tried. I don't know. Uh, by the way, this was for one of our, our listeners and one of my former students, killer guy. Arlon Van, Van Hook sent me a message. He's like, so we're going to talk about Dion on the pod? Thought we had to at least mention it. Obviously, we're not a big college football pod. We tried that for about a month, and it didn't work well. But, I hated it. You know, I, when Dion, one of my all-time favorite players, I think that's very, very uh, huge to talk about. You look like something big just happened. I think Verlander might have just signed. Oh, okay. Well, we'll Give get me one that. second. Anyway, Arlon, that's for you, buddy. Hope things are well. Um, I'm pumped for Dion. Pumped for Dion. Also, while you're looking – uh, NCAA Final Four is set. Last night, lots of discussions at the bar about this. I was almost, I, I, th- I was hoping they would get it right and keep TCU in, but there was obviously that little devil on my shoulder uh, that was saying they're going to definitely put Alabama in after TCU and USC lose. Uh, they didn't. They kept TCU in, so that's good. Ohio State versus Georgia, that's going to be a great game. Michigan, also, TCU. great, um, great press like conference that. from great press conference from the TCU quarterback. Um, oh, last Max night Dugan. after they lost, that was awesome. That was really he cool. He is a dog, man. The way I he love, played, why I was at the bar and watched that game, it was so good. He was, but also, hey, Sonny Dykes, what the fuck are you doing? You got third and goal from the one, and you don't put the ball in his hand either time in overtime. I don't get it. I, don't get I it. just, I love seeing, um, players not be afraid to show their emotions about a tough Same. loss, and I thought that was cool. So I shout yeah. out him. I, I'm um, very looks excited like, that they get to play. Looks like the Mets are getting very close with Justin Verlander. Hasn't happened yet. Shocker. Shocker. Um, whatever. They're going to have the two oldest, most overpaid players in baseball. So, there's that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that, that's a good – first of all, that's, again, good podcasting, good journalism, good whatever. Uh, lead into the first baseball story uh, pre-winter meetings. Jacob deGrom gets five years, $185 million. That's a fucking bag from the Texas Rangers, who, by the way, you and I did predict. I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but because we got one right. I think we got – actually, I got the Rizzo one right. So, two two for two. Um, well, no, missed some. Well, others, you didn't get a Brayu, I don't think. I think we both no, missed on the Brayu. No, I did. I did the Marlins. But um, two there. So, got two right. But good – first of all, good for DeGrom to get the money. He's being paid on what he's done, not on what he's going to do. Everybody needs to realize that. That's the way the baseball market works. That's the, how it works. That's right? why the Cardinals don't sign anybody. Correct. Two, Texas going for it. Always happy. Always pumped for that. Three, I don't think that they're going to necessarily be very any. I mean, I do you think that do you think that they are now better than the Mariners or the Astros in that division? No, I don't either. I don't, I don't even know if they're better than the Angels. And do you, well, I don't know. Are they? I mean, I don't know. They have four players. The Angels have three good players. So I don't know. Are they better? Like, <laughs> like I think they should bring back Joey Gallo. I'm on that train. That's what they need to do. Bring back Joey. Bring him back to Texas and have him hit 40 bombs again in between Simeon and Seager. That's what I want. Yeah. 
but yeah, good for okay. First off, great for the ground. Good for him. Yes. Um, got a bag. He already had got a bag before this, but got another one. Um, I was surprised he didn't go back to the Mets. I was really surprised. It sounds like he didn't even tell the Mets he was signing with the Rangers, and they didn't get a final offer in. So Mets no. fans, um, reasonably angry. I would be upset as well. Um, but shout out Jake, man. He's one of the best. One of the best pitchers ever. I will say that now. The maybe I think he's the most talented pitcher to ever live. Um, and I, you know, I hope it works out. I hope he goes there, has five healthy years, and I hope the six-year option is something that they both can agree on and he comes back. That's what I hope. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't. I do not believe right. it's going to work out very well. Yeah. But yeah. I hope it does. You know, good for them. At least they're spending money. They're trying. They're going to get people in the seats every every fifth day at least now with the ground. Oh, absolutely. So, until he gets hurt, and then uh, two months later, then every fifth day they'll be there again. But I really yeah. do. I hope DeGrom's healthy, man, because that's if he has a few healthy – if he, that contract plays out well, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So I hope that's yeah. what happens. I, here's what I'll say. I don't think the Rangers are done. I, I, I feel like they definitely they have an owner be. who's willing to spend money. I don't think they're done. I think they do something else. I don't know what that is. I have no clue. They need um, to go make some trades, science. man. That's what they need to do. Stop yeah. signing. It's cool and it's flashy to sign free agents. But guess what? Those contracts rarely work out, the big ones. Almost never. So go go make some good baseball trades and get some good young players on your team. That's what I want them to yep. do. They should um, be in on Sean Murphy even almost. I oh, will know Jonah Heim's good. But they should be in on some of these guys. Brian Reynolds, that's the guy they should go they should go try and trade for. We're gonna get to him. We're gonna get to him in a little bit. Um here's what I will say. You and I are pretty, I feel like pretty good at not dropping the ball when something has happened. We really dropped the ball in our last pod. Uh we Brian, did not give a massive shout out to Wayno for being on the team USA. I thought I said something about that. No. Oh, well, shout out Wayno. I mean, I saw yeah. that coming. One okay, two things can be true. One, very happy for Wayno. It's very cool. Two, hate it. Yep. Like, yep. I love it for him and cool, whatever. But I, And if he uses it as spring training, it's just himself ramping up, then cool. That's fine. Just take it easy, Wayno. Be ready to pitch the whole season. I'm sure he will. He'll be diligent. But it, it worries me. It worries me, and I love it at the same time. Well, they, they report to – pitchers and catchers report to spring training February 14th. He will be ready. Uh, middle of March when they're playing those – or early March when they're playing those WBC games. Like you said, those are going to be spring training starts for, for Wayne No, Mark DeRosa is not going to throw those guys. He's already said this. He's not going to throw those guys out there to go deep in games. He's got a, he's got a litany of, of, an, of an arsenal there to use. Uh, I'm super pumped for Wayne I'm super pumped for D-Row and the boys. Uh, I'm hoping we can get to go out there. That's, that's right now on my bucket list to try to do this March. We'll just see how that plays out. I would love to go out for that opening round out to, to Arizona. Uh, maybe we could do – We'll see how this goes the next two months for you and I, but maybe we could do a couple live pods from out there. That would be pretty, pretty fucking Get awesome. Get Nolan Arnado and Goldie on. Um, yeah, well, and one more. I don't know if you have a couple more things, but I have one more thing before we get to outfielders. Yeah, I don't We really. got to shout out the crime dog. Oh, yes, thank you. Fred thank McGriff you. gets in the Hall of Fame. Great career. Should have been in the Hall of Fame already. Finally. But they righted a wrong, and they got Fred McGriff in the Hall of Fame. One yes. of the best first basemen of all time. Top 10. Um, glad he's in. Now, that being said, while I'm congratulating McGriff, very much deserving, Dale Murphy, Barry Bonds, and Roger Clemens, and Kurt Schilling, all four, also need to get in at some point, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Did you see the report? And I don't, again, did not do my due diligence, but it came from a pretty reliable source about uh, the one writer who said he wasn't going to vote in for Kurt Schilling on MLB Network because he thinks he's an ass. Like, that, that can't happen, guys. That can't happen. I'm not Take your emotions out You're of it. not wrong. You're not wrong. It's not the right? Hall of Fame of good people. No, Mahatma Gandhi's not it. making this. That's okay, so put him in. It feels like, right? It feels like that's where we're heading. 
I mean, we have racists. We have we have people that were for the segregation of the sport. Yes. They didn't like Jackie Robinson. We, I mean, let's go back and then we have to go back and take people out. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. And if you want, tell their story. Tell the entire story if you want. But put also, them in because they belong there. As we're talking about that, it is also due diligence for us. Uh, R.I.P. Gaylord Perry, another Hall of Famer, um, but also a guy who threw spitballs, like known, yes. is in the Hall of Fame. What, like I watched a thing on him the other night on MLB Network, and I remember him at the end of his career in the 80s. Uh, Mariners, old, like got his 300th win there. You know, I remember that. Obviously, I had all the baseball cards. I remember, like, I remember Gaylord Perry, but like just going through, he was a he was a dog. Like that guy was a stud. His numbers, and I wish I should have pulled those up, but his numbers overall, unbelievable as a major leaguer. I think two through two no hitters, one in each league. Um, one of a very few guys to do that. You know, so again, we're going to put Gaylord Perry, in, which by the way, I'm on board with. He should be, but he's like a, a, he admitted to like bending the rules. Now bending the rules. So what are we doing? Like you, you can't tell the story of baseball without Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, um, Shula Jackson, Pete Rose, Kurt Schilling. Uh, the list goes on and on. I mean, in well, my Kurt Schilling's one of the best postseason pitchers to ever live. Like I, 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 I just don't know. So where do you, so where do you, like, what do we do with A-Rod? He doesn't get it. The rules were because, clear and he broke them and got suspended. Well, yeah. Okay. There you go. That's my line. I have a line. I'm going to well, draw Okay. There. Now that, but what that does is that leaves out Pete Rose. P. Rose is different. It didn't affect on-field performance. I think you can you can use you can you can use common sense and use not they to say you're not, not, but what I'm saying is you can you no, they, they should can't. have the ability to do stuff like that. My thing with A. Rod is he got suspended. I'm drawing a line there because I'm not putting Robinson Cano in the Hall of Fame. So okay. that's the line. If you get suspended for it, you're done. Which I guess P. Rose maybe shouldn't be in, but I also right. look at PEDs and um what Pete Rose did as two completely different things. So okay, that's a fair that's a valid answer. I don't know that I agree with it because I think there are blurred lines there. I really do. But in my opinion, they all belong in. And I know that a lot of people do not agree with me, and that's fine. Hey, I don't care, but I will stick to that. Also, that I believe they should all be in because I watch those guys play every day, every yeah. night for 20 years or whatever their careers were. I knew that they were the greatest of that time. They weren't just good. They weren't just the, the top 10% or the five. They were the greatest. Roger Clemens, greatest pitcher I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah. Two, Barry Bonds. One of, if not the greatest baseball player I've ever seen in my life, right? I mean, I was always the Griffey guy, but that didn't. Mean, I mean, He's the greatest player you've ever seen in your life. Probably, that probably right. Like, like here's my thing: so, if you're gonna go back and say Barry Bonds doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame, please do some research, look up greenies and amphetamines, and how long those have been in baseball, and how much, and when those got outlawed in baseball, how many right. people were not allowed to play, were not able to play baseball every day because they were not getting an energy boost from amphetamines. So we can go. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It pisses me off so bad. Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Kurt Schilling is a Hall of Famer. Roger Clemens is a Hall of Famer. That's just that's just to me. I don't even care if they're in there. They're in mine. That's all. Yeah, I, got to I think say. that's fair. I, I think I agree, and I think most logical thinkers who don't want to be that guy, like there's a lot of that guys. Out I hear there, most people know? that are outspoken about it are out, other than Joe Morgan, rest in peace. But um, other than him, most people that are outspoken about it are outspoken in the favor of those guys. Agreed. So the people that don't vote him in, I don't know who those people are. But whatever. I agree. You want to get to Cardinals because the yeah, outfield's okay. interesting. So I want to talk about. Let's it. segue to that. If we want to hit with the outfield, um, let's do a little segue. If okay, we want to talk about the outfield because it does seem to be um, a lightning bolt. Is that the, the lightning bolt topic? Is uh, that lightning rod? Lightning topic? rod and lightning there rod. We go. Lightning rod topic uh, among a lot of fans, especially on Twitter. 
but I feel like everywhere, like you could sit in the watering hole and have the same discussion. As it has been for the last 10 years. Correct. You know, uh, it felt like heading into last year, the outfield was set for years to come. O'Neill, Bader, Carlson, right? Yep. New is going to be your fourth outfielder. We are like, hey, when we're looking at what needs for team scratch off outfield four With years. With and Walker on the way, yeah. On the way, right. Um, and potentially Gomez, like whoever, whoever right? Well, we didn't really know yeah, that yet, but yeah. Right, sure. whatever, okay. Um, now, a lot of concern. Like, it, it's, it is, I say the word wild, but it is weird, wild to me how people have now jumped off the Tyler O'Neill bandwagon, the Dylan Carlson bandwagon, and the Lars Newbar bandwagon. And it's so easy, I still, I'll still say this, to just look at batting average or to just look at pick and choose one stat or to pick and choose one thing you're looking at. But if we're looking at Tyler O'Neill, you and I have talked about this before, and I will stick by it. There are, there are not, he's a unicorn. There are not a lot of Tyler O'Neills in Major League Baseball. And I, you told me this the other night on the phone, and I'm not trying to step on what you're saying, but I am going to say it, that if Tyler O'Neill was a free agent, Cardinal fans would be clamoring for us to go sign Tyler O'Neill. Yep. Facts, right? And if, and if you don't believe that, Cody Bellinger, I'll just say those two words. Right, right. right. Um, uh, so in my opinion, last year starts off very slow coming out of, like here's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize. I've never had to do it. You've never had to do it. But when you sit in an arbitration meeting, it's literally the, 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 your employer's job to tell you how fucking terrible you are at your job. Even though you just came off of an elite season where you were in the MVP discussion, uh, you were a gold glover for the second straight year. You, you did things that a Cardinal outfielder hasn't done in a long, long time. Since and they holiday, told you how really. fucking terrible you were and why they shouldn't give you the money. So there's no doubt that I still believe that weighed on him at the beginning. Then you mm-hmm. have the injury, right? Yeah. Injuries. Comes back, comes, well, comes back from injury, gets hot, gets hurt again. Mm-hmm. Injury delayed a little bit longer, comes back, gets hot again, another injury. Comes back. They move him to center field after known hamstring injuries. I still have questions about that. Uh, and he's stealing bases, right, with a hamstring. Gets hurt, shut down. Cardinal fans now, oh, he's always hurt. Well, that's not really true because I went back. He has played almost 85% of the games in the last four years. So that's not, that's not true, right? 85% is a lot. Am I right? I mean, I'm not great at math. Yeah. So I have why, a few... why, why do we hate Tyler O'Neill now? Because he's an easy target. But I have a few. I have, he strikes out a lot and he's been hurt. That's easy as easy as it gets for Cardinal Twitter to be mad at somebody for it. Um, I have a few thoughts. One, Tyler O'Neill, we're one season removed from thinking we have an MB3. Okay, right. we're one season removed from that. Um, my second thought is, like you said, if he was a free agent or if he was available via trade, like Jesse Winker, I saw some people want him. I was one of those people that thought it would be a good fit. Um, Cody Bellinger, reclamation projects. We seem to love reclamation projects outside the organization because you haven't watched their downfall. Right. Inside the organization, we give up on people. I don't like that. Um, I hate it. A lot of people don't like Scott Boris. He has his he's he has some antics that a lot of people don't like. I get it. One thing he's great at is getting his players to recover. He gives them the best the best they can have in terms of doctors, recovery treatments. He's great at that. He always has been. Him and the Cardinals have worked together to put a Tyler O'Neill workout plan together to get him healthy and on the field. Why would you go through all that effort with in um working with Scott Boris and Tyler O'Neill to do that and then give up on him? Yeah. He's got two years of control left, guys. If he can be as good as he was in 2021 again, or even 80% of that, if he can hit 25 home runs, which is well within reach for him, if he can have an 800 OPS, 
win a gold glove still. And that, that sounds ridiculous, but these are things that aren't even like the peak Tyler O'Neill. Yeah. Then that is a, that's a four or five win player in the middle of your lineup every day. It's, like that, it is, that's, it is and at his peak, he's one of the best in baseball. Start with because on, we have been, I think, outwardly vocal of our love for Tyler O'Neill, right? It's hard not to love that. Like one, he's just, he's so much Canadian that there's, you know, I love that. Two, the dude is absolutely fucking yoked. I've never seen another human. Like, if I had anywhere near that physique, I'd never, like, I wouldn't even own a shirt. Like, no way. Um, and also, like, he's beloved by his teammates. And he busts his ass. And also, we're talking about a guy who last year, but despite all the injuries, was still a two-win two win player. That doesn't sound great. But, again, he only played 96 games. The year before, we're talking about a guy who had a 902 OPS and a 148 OPS plus and won the gold glove in left field. Who who's out there that you're gonna? I, it blow it, it drives me wild. It it really does, and and that's me. I'm an old older person. I think that's why. Maybe no, it's not. But my logic gets in the way. I, Tyler O'Neill to me, it's not even. I'm not trading him. He's my opening day left fielder. I mean, he's not gonna platoon. Seeing people, oh, we can platoon. What the? What are we thinking, folks? What are you thinking? Tyler O'Neill's your opening day left fielder, and he's either hitting fifth or second in my lineup. Let's just leave it there. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he he. There's not a player on the Cardinals that can impact the game in as many ways as Tyler O'Neill can. Not one, not one player. Do you agree with that? I do. Who? Thirty-four home runs. Eight, sorry, I was just looking. Eighty RBIs and fifteen stolen bases. With that, that's that's a year removed, dude. That's Wasn't not that like thirty-four home runs, ago. right? Thirty-four. Yeah. I mean, he's he. You give him another chance. I get. I was going to say. I get the frustration. I do. I got frustrated with him. He needs to be on the field. He just does. The best ability I is availability. Agree. If he's not going to be on the field, he provides zero, zero. One hundred percent. To the team. But one injury, injury-ridden year. Like, are you kidding me? You love Adam Wainwright. How many years was he hurt? You love Yadier Molina. Guys, How many times guys, has he been injured? I, I get, I get the leeway, but Yadi went home for a, a Puerto Rican basketball tournament. It's different though. He was at the end of his career. But yes, I, I'm just saying, like. So you're mad at a guy for performing on the field and getting hurt at his job. Like, I, I'm sorry that I, I can't and take you seriously. From all accounts, he's going Tyler O'Neill in left field every day. From all accounts, he's working his ass off right now, too. Yes. So that's that's what I care about. Um, yep. Tyler O'Neill should be your starting left fielder. You set it and forget it. If he struggles, if he gets hurt, you you adjust from there. But if they don't give him another chance, which they will, from all accounts, yep. they're giving yes. him another chance. But if they don't, that'd be a massive mistake in my mind. It'd be a failure on the Agreed. organization. One, it'd be a failure of the health staff for not being able to figure out how to keep this guy healthy because they've had problems with that with Jack Flaherty and other guys. You've got to find a way to keep your players on the field. That is your job. Two, Agreed. it'd be a failure from the front office for panicking and giving in to outside criticism. And three, who are you going to – who the fuck – sorry for my language. Who the fuck are you going to find that can even do what, what he can do at his peak? You're talking They're about reclamation projects. You're talking about – Bellinger, oh, well, what can he be? Well, probably not even as good as Tyler O'Neill. Probably. His ceiling right now is not Tyler O'Neill today. It's not. Right. So stop. Yep. Uh, so that brings me to one that's going to get your blood pressure even higher. Um, a 23-year-old Dylan Carlson was our top 24 prospect. now, I believe. Right. Okay, sorry. 24. My apologies to Dylan. 24. He's coming off a, a year last year, again, also battled injuries. And what we are finding out is that the risk was way worse than anybody you knew. I think even the Cardinals. I think it, it's worse than the Cardinals even knew. But he's also he a year it. removed from a rookie season where he went 18 with 65, 
and he had a, a 780 OPS and a 115 OPS plus. Now people will say, well, that's not, that's not elite. He was 22 years old. Okay. He was 22 years old coming into the league for the first time. Uh, we have seen the fact that he plays an elite center field. He is an elite defender out there, which is why they guys, guys, I want everybody to understand. This is why they traded Harrison Bader. Yes. They had a needed starting pitcher and they added Jordan Montgomery, but he is the only guy in the system that projects as a center field, as a, an elite defensive center fielder. He's the or only at least one above average. Jordan Walker could maybe become that guy. We don't know. He's no, played there. They won't do that. I don't think so. I agree. So, it, they're not trading Dylan Carlson either because now all you've done is open up uh, uh, you're putting somebody weaker. I love Lars. I don't think Lars is an everyday center fielder probably. I think he could Carlson, be at some point, but he's not right maybe, now. Maybe, but I think Carlson he's a, is an he is center a, fielder. I do think Lars Newpar is athletic enough to be able to do it, but he's not yeah. he's good as Dylan Carlson out there right now. Here's my also, thing. Dylan Carlson had a really, but, really down year. It was down. It was a down year, not good. Absolutely. Um, still had over 30 doubles. I think 37. Is that the number? Um uh, doubles, well, we can check which, this, uh, we can check me, handy dandy Rolodex here really okay quickly. 30 sorry exactly 30. 30 doubles which is good um he was a league average hitter it was a bad year yeah and he was league average what does that tell you when he doesn't have yep. a bad injury ridden year he's going to be a, above league average playing good center field and probably batting seventh or eighth in your lineup Mid-offs. i don't know where do people okay here's my question for you dad and this is what drives me absolutely bonkers did people watch the World Series? I, who was they don't who care. was batting they, in the bottom of the Astros order in the game game five? Who yeah. who was it? Was Christian Vasquez? It was Martin Chaz Maldonado, Ma- and it was Chaz, Chaz McCormick. Yeah, are those guys one twenty five OPS guys? No, they're not one hundred OPS guys. Because guess how many teams have nine one twenty five OPS plus guys? Zero, zero teams, right. zero teams have that. God, stop. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's not these guys, these league, league average hitters don't grow on trees. 115 OPS plus guys don't grow on trees. And that's what Dylan no. Carlson was as a 22 year old. Those guys are not easy now to he's find. 20, you said 24 now? I thought he was 24. 24. He just turned 24. Tyler okay. O'Neill guys don't grow on trees and they don't even grow on trees. 28, by the way. Tyler O'Neill, 28? Yeah. Tyler O'Neill don't not. even grow on forests, let alone trees. No. So no. stop. Those two guys have so much upside. And maybe Dylan Carlson, a lot of the problem people have with him. Is this because he was this big, highly touted prospect? I get it. You want to get excited about those guys. And people thought he was a 30 home run guy. He's not. But as a rookie, he had 18 home runs with 31 doubles. Are you telling me right. he can't hit 20 home runs with 35 doubles and be an 800 OPS, OPS guy playing good center field? That's a, that's a four or five win player. And that's well within the reach of Dylan Carlson. Yep. So it drives me, it drives me nuts. He had a down year. He will figure it out. All from all accounts, the kid works his ass off. So everyone says yep. that he's wise beyond his years. Let him figure it out. If he's bad next year, have another conversation. Then. But give right. him another chance. For God's sake, right. the guy's 24. Right. Um, okay. So now it. let's get to let's get to two guys before we get to before we get to the other Cardinals. Let's get to two guys. Um, we talked about Cody Bellinger. Look, it's intriguing when you hear former MVP. Was he 28? Bellinger 27, 28? 27, I believe. Yeah. That's intriguing to every team in Major League Baseball. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But let's let's just say this again reasonably. Lars was what was 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 Lars top ten in OPS uh, after the All-Star break last year from August first. Might have been higher than that. He had like an eight ninety. Eight twenty. Yeah. Eight ninety. He had any also had, to be to be fair, he had a bad September. So, you know, you look after that, like he was he was very good from June first on. 
uh, started off terribly. We know that. But June, middle of June, whenever it was, he came up. Um, so I understand if you're going to get Cody Bellinger, where we, you and I had this, where are you going to play him? Like you're not, we just talked about the upside of O'Neill and Carlson. And again, yes, we are looking at upside and I understand potential will get you fired. Somebody says that I'm going to like lose my mind. Like that's what every team is built on players potentials. You know, what do they say? It's the, uh, it's, it's the tape that sets your floor, but the character that sets your ceiling well, we got two high character guys right there in Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlson. So I'm okay with those guys being there every day. No doubt about it. So if, if Cody Bellinger, again, Pete, you hear that you think, but if you look at what he's done the last three years, it has not been pretty. He's been Paul DeYoung. Right. Could he come here and be great? Yes. But if he isn't, could you imagine the evisceration of fans going after John Mozeliak, including the ones who are screaming for them to go sign him right now? Can I say something about the, the upside thing you said? Which Belger, yes, he has a ton of upside. He has an extremely low floor. Um, you have three questions. I want to call Lars a question mark because of how good he was last year. But really going into the season, you have three guys where you don't know exactly what you're getting. You don't. That's right. just what it is. I believe in all three of them, but I can't sit here and tell you I know exactly what they're going to do because I don't. Adding a fourth one makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but the upside thing in terms of O'Neill, Carlson, and Nupar, I'll put him in there as well. The reason Cardinals haven't developed any – superstars any since Albert Pujols is because they have gone after high high floor low ceiling guys and that's why they have been an average offense for years since 2015 um they finally have guys that could legitimately be all-star slash superstar players in the game and these people say well potential well potential is why the Braves are good they they didn't move on from Austin Riley when he struggled they kept him and he became one of the best players in baseball they, they brought Michael Harris up. He reached that potential. Ozzy Albies, Acuna, potential, a lot of it. They reached it. The Cardinals' job, in my eyes, is to get players and find a way to have them reach their potential. That's their job. They need to do that. Also, evidently, last year, the year that the Braves won the World Series, most of the teams that the Braves reached out for for trades, first person they first two people they asked for, first three, Strider, Harris, Grissom. They said, nope, we believe in our guys We'll move on to whomever we need to move on. They had Adam Duvall. They had Jorge Soler. They had Eddie Rosario. They won Jock Peterson. They won a fucking World Series. So none of those guys, by the way, none of those guys that I just named, Duvall, Peterson, all great players, right? But not superstar. Those aren't superstar level guys, but they were really solid players. Correct. 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 They knew Um, their role. They did it well. Before we get to Lars, because big Lars show, right? We love Lars, like big fan. If... If Brian Reynolds is available, should the Cardinals – well, he is. I mean, he's requested a trade. Should the Cardinals at least sniff around there, or yes. do you just move on? Of course they should. They should look at what that okay. would take to get him. Okay. Um, he'd, be, he'd, be your, he'd be your two-hitter immediately and your third-best hitter immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would, and I would look into – and I would look into trading a lot of people for him. Now, I'm not going to say specific names because I don't know what they'd want. No, no, um, me neither. I don't, but if, yeah. if there were a Dylan Carlson involved in that, I mean, I wouldn't love trading Dylan Carlson. I'm a big fan. Here's my thing. If you're going to trade any of these three guys, I'd actually throw Tyler away. I'm not trading him. Just not. I don't no, think you're going to get either. the value for him. The other two, Lars and Dylan, big fan of both of them. If you're going to trade the, either of those two guys, it has to be for a guaranteed upgrade offensively. Guaranteed. Right. Like, no doubt about it, that guy's in your lineup, and you know he's going to be one of the best players on your team. Not yep. uh, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe he will be. Or for a catcher, no offense, catchers are very important. Sean Murphy is great. Um I don't know if he has the potential to even produce what Lars Dubar can produce. I'd be more willing 
to keep all of my players and go sign Christian Vasquez and have him handle our pitching staff and keep the upside of my other guys than I would be to trade a large new bar. Or for Danny like, we, I mean, for like we said that. last week, sign Wilson Contreras, a massive offensive upgrade. Quit telling me he's bad defensively because he can't frame. Robo-umps are coming. Fuck off. Like, I don't care that, that, that you don't like the way he frames or that somebody put out a rogue story about that how he doesn't necessarily do great with a pitching staff. Have you heard a Cubs pitcher say that? I've actually heard Jose Quintana give him rave reviews. So, no, I Correct. haven't. And John Lester and others. Okay. Did he win a World Series as a catcher? He did. Well, him and David Ross, but yeah, he was on the Stanford one. Okay. I mean, he's okay. extremely talented. He's an extremely, I mean, okay, well, t- we talked a lot about false him. False narratives that people want to portray because they don't want a guy blows my mind. All right. Now, let me say this also about what you just said because I want to hit on that because I think you hit on something really important that people don't realize. First of all, you're not going to trade O'Neill and Carlson, not just because we believe in them, but their value could never be lower. So you're not going to get that guy that you're talking about. You know what I mean? For them right now, because other, they, they're coming to both of them coming off down years. So yeah. you're not like, that's why, that's why the idea of dealing large, which I want to get to, I think piques a lot of people's interest. I think we probably should have dealt Matt Carpenter when we, when he was at his highest, we didn't, I understand that. Like it's one of those hard things for an organization to do is to, when is the, when is the cliff going to fall? Do you know what I mean? And at large being 24, I don't think falling off of that cliff. So that's why, yes, his value might be high. That does not mean it can't go higher. I, I don't believe that this was what we saw last year, even though he only hit 220. Stop looking at average, please. Let's look at everything. Uh, he was a two and a half win, almost a 2.2 win guy in 100 games. All right. And 290 so at bats. You, you give him 400 at bats, 500 at bats, and he might be a four, another four win outfielder. You're potentially looking at that right there. So I don't, I'm not one who believes. Lars is at his top value. I'm just not. I think he's scratching the surface. I could be wrong. I've been wrong on guys before, um, but I do believe that he is just scratching his value. I've got multiple things. One, it never makes sense to me to say, "Well, he should have sailed high." Why would you sell high on a guy when you when they're when they're at a high? Why why would you trade? You had well, they, they're a draft you, and develop. To be stop, fair, second, let me finish. Okay, sure. They're a draft and develop organization. They are never going to sell high on a guy that they drafted and developed. Their their whole mantra is to develop guys to be good. So when someone they develop is good, why would they trade them? <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, you can look yeah. at hindsight and say, well, this player fell off, Tyler O'Neill, should I trade him at all the time? Why the fuck would they have traded Tyler O'Neill last year? I, I what know. world do you live in? Because you're a year removed and now he was bad, so now you can look back and say, should have traded him. Why would they have traded their best hitter from the year before? Why? Right, right. Like, and it doesn't again, make any we, sense. A unicorn who was a gold glover and is under team control. By the way, you know the teams um, that sell high are bad teams. Cardinals not a bad team. Cardinals are a good team I, looking to win. I do think there is a line when you start to reach a certain age that you can almost view: Is this guy going to continue to progress? Lars is twenty four. That's he's not at that he's not at that point in his career. So let's re, let's relax. I think he's twenty five. Oh, okay, twenty five. Man, I am like one year off. I must have the 19, yeah. He's twenty five. One year older than Dylan. I must have the two thousand twenty one calendar on my phone. But either way, um, yeah, I, I I agree. So. We're pretty comfortable out there. I, I think the only way you – have one more thing I wanted to say. Yeah, sure. One more thing. One point I want to make on Lars because cause I want to kind of hammer this home a little bit. Um, Lars – if Lars was Nolan Gorman and he did what he did in the second half last year, not one soul would be talking about trading him. Right. The reason they are talking about trading him is because Lars Newbar was drafted and was developing in the worst time to be developing in terms of evaluation for prospects. What I mean by that is he didn't play one game in 2020 at all in any one of the minor leagues, 
when he was in his prime of development at the age of 23. He didn't play right. because there were no minor league season. So all he was doing right. was at all sides hitting. So no one knew what he was going to be. So he wasn't ranked a high prospect. Next, and then he went to drive line. He worked his ass off. And guess what he did in 2021? Posted an OPS in AAA over 900. Okay, that's a prospect. 900 OPS at AAA is a prospect. And if he was ranked at the top five, you'd be like, wow, this guy's really hitting well. That's better than Jordan. That's around what Jordan Walker did at AA last year with a 900 OPS. Yeah. Then he came into 2021 and, and came up for us and played very well as a role player. Didn't get a ton of at-bats, but was really good with a lot of upside when he did. 2022, got shuffled around, was moved, was on the shuttle from Memphis up and down. Had, struggled when he came up. They gave a ton of at-bats to Corey Dickerson. And he didn't play a lot, so he went down, had over 800 OPS in AAA again, and then came up and since July, I believe it was around the Mar- the um, Blue Jays series or the Dodgers series, one of the two, when he started playing consistently, he had an 890 OPS since that day. When has he shown you that he's not this guy? He's done it for two years. Like, you're looking back, he didn't play in 2020. If he would have had a full 2020 season, he might have ended up being a top 10 prospect in your organization, but because they couldn't evaluate guys playing in games of that season. He wasn't. And because he has a cool name that he became a meme when he came up of nude, and we all love that. I think that also makes some people take him not as seriously because he kind of looks up, oh, is he this fun energy guy with a cool nickname? Instead of looking at him as a serious player, if Lars Nupar, if his name was Jordan Walker and he was doing this, you're not trading him. So <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Just because he wasn't a top 10 prospect does not mean that he cannot be a really good player. It doesn't. Agreed. Agreed. Um, You know, last year they went out and they spent $5 million on Corey Dickerson. And outside of four weeks or 10 games or whatever it was, you really didn't need to do that. Like, let's be honest. You didn't need to do that. I don't see them signing an outfielder. I just don't. I think the only way they, they, and early on my, my thing is going to pay if you can trade for Mike Trout, obviously like that's a whole, that's a game changer, right? That's that's a different argument, but it's probably not going to happen. You're not signing Aaron judge. There's no reason to sign Cody Bellinger. There's no reason to give Brandon Nimmo 23 to $25 million. Um, those things just, they're not logical. Like quit this, quit living in fantasy baseball. Let's get to the logic. Also, you've got an outfield there. And then you've got two other young guys. I mean, you could say three with Gomez. I, did, I didn't include Gomez on my list because I don't think they view him as major league ready yet. I could be wrong. But you've got, you've got also Burleson and, and Walker sitting there um, as two other guys, right? I mean, obviously Walker is, Viewed as, hey, the next, hopefully, the, the next guy. He's very, Burleson, viewed very much similarly to Oscar Navarez was viewed when he was a prospect. Correct. And last year, at, last year in the Independent League, I mean, we're talking about a guy in Burleson who had a 905 OPS. At, you know, I mean, 20. I mean, Burleson, Bur- don't sleep on Alex Burleson, man. Guys, you know, 230 total bases last year in the Independent League. This isn't, an, again, this, this guy is viewed very highly in the Cardinals organization. And, and look so how quickly he progressed. Yes. That guy was a quick rise for him, and he's he he. Alec Burleson is a really really good baseball player. Now I don't know if he's going to be a good major leaguer. No one does. He could be. He could also be traded, and I wouldn't be angry if that happened. And probably give him an opportunity to go thrive somewhere. But as right now, the roster we have today, you have a lot of options in the outfield that I like way more than Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger is intrigued. I'm not going to say I don't understand the intrigue. I bear. I get it. He's a, he, Agreed. So do I. That's what 2019 I Bellinger. If you could get that guy back, that would be perfect for you too. Yes, agreed. Perfect for every team. The odds of that happening, I don't know. The Dodgers gave up on him. So why should I have any faith he could be that guy again? I don't. The Dodgers can fix anybody. Right. Look at what they did for Chris Taylor and Justin Turner and all these guys that they've gotten that have become way better since they got them. So I, I just think 
they have a good outfield right now. The three that they have right now that I want to see what they can become. And guess what? If one of those guys struggles, whether it's DC, Newt, um, Tyler O'Neill, guess who's coming? Jordan Walker. So it's almost right. like the, the best case scenario is where you don't know where to play Jordan Walker. And the middle scenario, which I think is a little bit more likely, is one of them struggles, tails off, or gets injured. And then Jordan Walker just comes right in. Right. So I, I think – I'll be honest. I think those I think three deserve a chance. Was, I think those three, but I also think Burley is your fourth outfielder as of right now. Like I think Burleson is your fourth outfielder I, going into I, the season. I, I, I do think I do. they're going to make some trades, and it wouldn't surprise me if Burleson is involved in one of them. But as yeah, the roster be- is constructed right now, yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay. Um, so I, I just don't see a massive move out there uh, in the outfield unless it is a massive move that none of us see coming. Unless like, it's Brian Reynolds. Let's be honest. Right. Brian Reynolds is the guy, and he's a well, really, really good player. We don't know. Like, Teoscar Hernandez's name like, happened on one day and it was dealt like three days later. Like, you That's know not true. I, mean? I so, said it days before on this podcast he was going to yeah, get traded. Days. I said three or four days. Like, you said it. And then next thing we know, he's traded. I wasn't like – I broke it. I broke the news. I saw Relax. it. I saw um, it on my third eye. Yeah, so I, I, I think looking at the outfield, people – I also just think people think that you need – that you have to have nine superstars to win. That is not a thing in baseball. It's just not. It's no. not a thing. In your, and I'm talking about your everyday lineup. It's not a thing. Um, I, I, we're not going to get to pitchers next week. I think we'll get to the rotation next week. I'd like to do that. But I do, I do just need – there's two things I need to say right now. Because they eat at me. I, I stay awake. At, one, if you're using the trade simulator, stop first. Okay, stop. No, no, like teams, yes, they have their own values on players. It's not what you're looking at. And every right? team's it's are different, even, by the way. Every team's right? are different. Yes, every, correct. Every team is, it's not one. If you think you can put the value of a, I, I said this to somebody on Twitter, Cal Reese, I think, like, it's wild to me that you think you can get a value for a human and believe that is real and that that's how these trades guys yeah. this isn't this isn't MLB the show okay you don't go and you come up with a value to make a trade it's fun hey we got we got people in the media doing it that's that's a problem okay that's a problem and that shouldn't be happening all right that's all i'm going to say that should not be put out on twitter you should not take players in our organization of the team that you cover and put them into a simulator to give them a value of what they are worth to a team. That, that's Can I add happen. to that as well? Can I add to that as well? Please. You may, as an organization, value Sean Murphy as X. Say, if you have a rating system, I don't think they have numbers. I don't think they assign numbers to players. But let's say they you rate him as a 50 it. player. I doubt that's how it works. And you say, well, we have these players, and we believe this adds up to the value of Sean Murphy. That's what we're willing to give up. Well, say you really like Sean Murphy and you want Sean Murphy, and there's a team, I don't know, um, the Guardians, that also like Sean Murphy. They're willing to go more than you. Then in order to get yes. Sean Murphy, you have to now give up more than them. So that's not how trades or, work. And not and only that, back. you have to give up what the Oakland Athletics perceive as more to them. Thank you. It's that's not what the what Cardinals perceive as more. The Cardinals may look at the Guardians might offer, I don't know, their three of their top ten prospects. And the, and the Oakland Athletics may be like, I like those three prospects than any prospects in the Cardinals organization. So now the Cardinals have to trade them five. That is stuff that happens. That is one of the reasons why we didn't get Juan Soto, not because Dylan Carlson. We didn't get him because that's just, they valued the uh, Padres prospects more and the Cardinals were not willing to overpay for them, to overpay, um, to give more than the Padres did in value. And what, and the most important part of that is, and they weren't willing to do what the Nationals perceived as more value. That's what it is. That's, that's what they, I was going to say. You, you hit it right on the head. People are still out there, dude, on Twitter saying, well, we refuse to get Juan Soto for Dylan Carlson. Guys, I don't know how many times to tell you that's not what happened. Like, all you have to do is fucking read. 
Like Google is free. You say it all the time. All you have to do is read. The information is out there. Go find. They don't want to. In their Derek Gould. Oh, go we, read Derek Gould's articles. They don't. They don't want to. We shut down once so because of Dylan Carlson. Nope, that's not what happened. Oh, yes, it is. I, I, I got in that. So I was like, well, I'm not talking to you anymore. But also, I'm going to say it right now. If you are putting out, if you are on Twitter and you're using that simulator and you think that's real, I'm not taking anything. You, No one should take anything you say seriously. Maybe ever. Maybe ever. Yeah, because here's the thing about that that's so frustrating to me. The Cardinals love defense. They very much value defense. And they would love to have a good offensive catcher, right? So that means they probably value Sean Murphy a lot, like a lot, a lot, because he covers a lot that they want. Does that mean that the Yankees value him the same? No, it doesn't mean that. The Yankees might not care as much about defense at the catcher position. I believe they probably do, but maybe they don't. They had Gary Sanchez there for a few It's mind-numbing, dude. So, it's mind-numbing. So the value, it's just they don't match up. And the most important thing is if someone has a player you want, athletics, they have Sean Murphy, it doesn't matter what the hell you think you want to give up for them. It matters what they're willing to accept from you. Correct. That's all that matters because they're the ones that can give also, you that. It also matters what they want. And I, it goes back to that again. What do they want? What do they need? How do they value a player fitting into their system? We saw Moneyball, right? Did you not watch Moneyball? Like, did people not watch Moneyball? Like, that's not always. But More importantly, also, Dad. Let's find five of our guys who will equal that value. And here's the deal. We're going to – like. I, I'm sorry. I can't stand it anymore. I, I, I – I'm done with it. I'm tired of and here's, commenting on people's stuff. No one's taking you seriously. And here's why I, I hate, I absolutely hate drawing up proposals in, in general because you can say, well, we like Alec Burleson. We don't really want to give him up, but we would for Sean Murphy. And we like these other three position players. Well, how do you know that the, that the athletics don't want three pitchers? You don't know. Right. So, right. so drawing up trade proposals, yeah, it's fun to talk. I've never once in my life seen a trade that was reported that could maybe happen. And then it happened. And the players that were proposed <laughs> Where the ones right. actually went. I thought when yep. we got Nolan Arenado, Matthew Libertor and Nolan Goldman were gone. Yep. They're both here and we have did. Nolan Arenado. So yep. you have no idea. You don't know. Yep. So don't pretend you know. Stop no, bringing, stop throwing Gorman's name out. Don't pretend that a computer knows. Also, can we talk about Nolan Gorman? Because I think he kind of, just for a little bit, because I think he kind of can lump in with the outfield discussion of players that people want to give up on. Um, yeah. One, I don't think the Carlos have any desire to give up on Nolan Gorman. I don't either. I don't have any desire to give up on Nolan Gorman. And I'm not saying if you trade him for a guy that can help you now, I'm not saying that's necessarily giving up on him because it's not. You, there's value. There's value differentials there. I think Nolan Gorman is exactly what the Cardinals would like, which is a left-handed power hitter that's 23 years old, by the way. We keep bringing up ages. All these guys are super young. Um, and also, here's what I would love to see them do with Nolan Gorman if he's on the team, which I believe he will be, come spring training of 2023. Make the guy as versatile defensively as you possibly can. Have him go get reps in left field. Have him get reps in right field. Have him play second, third, first. Make the guy be able to – he doesn't play any de- defensive position very well, but make him solid at every position so you can yeah. find ways to get that guy in the lineup if he's hitting. I agree. I would love to see them give him time in the corner outfield and see how it yes. goes. I, I agree. In spring training. I would love to see him give him um, days at first base. So if you want Donovan at second base and Goldie needs a day off his feet, boom, put him at first base. They need to make him versatile because his power, if he's hitting well, needs to be in the lineup every day. I agree. I agree. I let me let me say back to, to Brian Reynolds. First of all, massive Brian Reynolds fan. A great I'll, player. I mean, Matt also seems to be like a great dude. So yeah. massive fan. Um, I think honestly that has Toronto written all over it. If we're going to be honest, or they deal one of those young catchers. I don't know what Pittsburgh has in their minor league system. I, I should have looked that up, I guess. But that's a that's a potential fit. You talked about Texas as a potential fit. I think the Dodgers are a potential fit. 
Um, I, I could see that if they're not. I mean, anyone could use play. a power hitting switch hitter right. in our lineup. But you know where I would love to see him go if he doesn't come here? I'd love to see him go to Cleveland. I really would. That'd be a really that, good fit, too. I would love that. You got Straw still in, right, in, in center. You could put him at the corner where obviously he's terrible. Like, he's not, he's a, not a good, good center player. fielder. He's not he's a good center fielder. Corners. And I just think Cleveland would be a great fit for Brian Reynolds. I think he also extends that line. I, he brings something to that team that I think they most desperately need. I'm not saying Sean Murphy wouldn't. I'm saying I'm, I'm just, I think Brian Reynolds would be a great fit in Cleveland. I also believe they have the prospects to make it work with Pittsburgh. If they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, they have the I prospects to get just about anybody they want. They yeah. have a ton of prospects. Um, I think he'd be great just about anywhere. Like, really, oh, I just agree with that. I was just trying like, to I think you could look at. That's where he wants to go. Yeah. He wants to go to a contender. Yeah. And, you know, what I really want is I want Pittsburgh to start building around the fucking guy. Yes. But they've been enough and they haven't been able to do that. So, like, I, what I would love is for them to give him a big contract, give O'Neill Cruz a big contract, yep. and have him, Brian Hayes, and Agreed. Cruz and build around them. But it doesn't look like that's what he wants to do. And I no, don't blame him because there's no end in sight for this madness that is Pittsburgh. So, um, yeah, agree. I don't know. I hope he gets traded. I think if you're, if you're Pittsburgh, you don't want a disgruntled superstar. It seems superstar. Sorry, he's not a superstar, all star. You don't want right. um, you don't want a guy that I mean he has three years of value right now, three years of service time left. Right. He's not signing with you. He just told no. you that by saying you wanted to be yep. traded. So get let the guy go. Let him go. Right. Go get yeah. go maximize the value you can get for him. Yes. And go get go, and let the guy be happy. Like that's what I want. I I don't know why you want it trade yes. him. Like you're not gonna get more value for him later. I don't get it. Do you think his comments hurt the pirates in trade in the trade process? I think that's what I think they're going to trade him because I think there's them saying, well, that doesn't impact what we do with them is them trying to get back some more leverage. I think that was okay. their attempt. Because I would think um, that it would. Like maybe you have those does. discussions internally, then you deal him, and then afterwards it comes out he requested a trade. Yeah, because even Juan Soto, like he never requested a trade, so his value no. was never lower. No. He never said he was going to leave. Right. Um, right. But teams kind of knew they really wanted to trade him, but still the value was insane. I think Brian Reynolds, if he were to be on the trade block, so many teams would be in on him that I don't think his value would be hurt at all. I think San Diego's another team, by the way, that would be really interested in Brian Reynolds. Do you have anything else on the outfit you want to talk about? Because I want to say something about San Diego because they're no, confusing no, 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 the shit no. out. I think we covered what we wanted to because I think we've got it. I mean, unless there's a massive blockbuster trade, which right now we don't see coming. I think you're going to see those three in the outfit, which I love. You've got Burleson and then uh, it's Dip Burleson or Burleson. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this guy's name right. Who? It's Burleson, correct? Burleson. Okay, because I want to make sure it wasn't like Burleson. I've always heard Burleson, but then sometimes I say things weird and I don't want it to be weird. But, and then you got Jordan Walker on the come up. I think that's, and you got Gomez on the come up. You're pretty, co- you're pretty covered out there, to be honest with you, with a lot of, again, the P word, potential, and a lot of upside. Which and not is what, even again, just that, like Dad. You, said, you want guys who have a high ceiling. That's what we have right now in the outfield. You have guys like Donovan and Yepes who can play <laughs> outfield. I think Nolan Gorman would be a fine left fielder if you had do to I? do that at some point in time. So yep. you get creative for fuck's sake. You don't they don't have to have an LF on their baseball reference page to be able to play the outfield. Well, I think I think Ali is very creative with stuff like that. I he mean, is. I'm not talking I about think, him. I'm talking about no, fans. Okay. Well, I mean Kevin Cash is very creative. Like he is very creative. And I think Ali is is a is a nice little mold out of that. What did you want to say about San Diego before we we got a couple things we'll get out of here? Why are they going for a shortstop? I think they're going to trade Tatis. I think they're done with him. If they trade Tatis, the Cardinals should be all over that. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. They, they already missed him once. They had an opportunity once. Except they for, well, they would want Jordan Walker, and then in which case I'm saying fuck no. I'm just, right, yeah, right. But I, 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 mean, I don't I think just, there's a player in baseball I would trade Jordan Walker for right now. And maybe that's me overvaluing a prospect and being an idiot. 
But the only guy I would say would be Shohei Otani, but he only has one year of service time left, yeah, so I right. wouldn't even do that. Yeah, it's gonna be. I, I know I sound stupid because he could end up being like an average player. Obviously, that's within the realm of possibilities. But man, you have. I'm just so excited about them having a guy that's regarded as a good, as a great prospect. Like we haven't had that since Oscar and Alex Reyes. I know. But that that excites me. I like having that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Well, and you have Gorman, who is like also in that he's right below. The, he wasn't a top that, five that, prospect yeah. though in baseball, like no, Walker no, no, is. Right. He was top ten though. Was was he top ten? Thirty. Top thirty. Top thirty. Okay. Okay. Top ten prospects um, are very right. rare. A couple more things that I just wanted to get. A um, couple more things. Uh, we we brought out the mailbag last week. Got a lot of comments. Some kind of question comments. You want to kind of go through those on YouTube? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know we had any. Are you there? Jesus Christ. Oh, first off, uh, guess what I had for dinner tonight? Wait, did you hear me? Why'd you ask if I was here? Well, because I said something and you just stared through my soul. Oh, uh, maybe it froze. I didn't. I said something. Okay. Um, do you want to go through those here in a minute? Yeah. Okay. I had I had my first ever Bon Me sandwich, and it has changed my life. I don't know what that means. Okay. So without without insulting either sandwich or culture uh picture a korean no i'm sorry now i just did that picture a vietnamese <laughs> picture, picture a vietnamese po'boy all right picture a vietnamese po'boy that's what it is okay so here's what i had on the the po'boy bread right um you're a fucking um, idiot fried chicken breast with uh a aioli like a mustard or mayonnaise aioli. i know what aioli is Okay, some cilantro, some carrots, some cucumbers, some kimchi, and oh my god, uh, I'll pronounce. I won't even try to pronounce the name, but it was so fucking good, dude. And then I got the. I ate so much food today, like tonight. I did. We did not eat much yesterday, and we were out all day. And I didn't eat much all day, so we DoorDash tonight. It was so good. I got that, and I got these Korean wings from this place. Shout out to Bon Me Brothers, by the way. They deserve a shout out. That place is fire down here. Um, I will be eating banh mi sandwiches regularly. I would suggest if you have a Vietnamese restaurant, we have one right here. Like where I'm sitting right now, there's one called Mint. That's next. That's oh, next. That's on my the one. Okay. Oh, woo-hoo. I'm telling you, if you have a Vietnamese restaurant in Champagne, which I guarantee you do, you yeah. need to go get a banh mi sandwich. It was. It will change your life. Okay, I will. Yeah. Or when you're down here, we'll get one. <laughs> oh gosh i'm still laughing at the fact that you said you didn't want to insult cultures and then said the wrong culture <laughs> i mean what else are we expecting um okay so well oh let's you want to go through this a little bit one that i thought was really funny this was a we didn't really get into the padres why are they why do you think they're training tatis? Well, you were done. why are they training tatis i, I don't know tatis. I, I think they're done with him maybe but i don't you know first all, all, i mean what goes on over there with Preller? We have no idea, right? You that he's a know. superstar that has all-time low value because he's been an idiot for a year. Okay, here's, here would be my suggestion. This is my thought, and I can be wrong. And you can tell me I'm an idiot. I think if they deal, if they could deal Tatis, they're looking at signing Soto long-term. Um, so you deal Tatis, you bring in a replay, you bring in prospects that maybe aren't a pain in the ass for the organization. I'm not saying he is. I just am reading. Oh, he is. He has been at uh, least. Right. Okay. Well, I don't want to say that's, that. That's fair to say. One day like, I'd like to meet. Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. So, I'm a big fan, but he did steroids and was getting in motorcycle right. accidents. Well, he didn't do steroids. He took something for an infection that he. It was didn't a top. Know, no, that's bullshit. It was a topical steroid that he took. He did steroids. I understand. I, I'm trying to like keep it, you know. Yeah, he hey, had ringworm. We, we he had ringworm what? and took one of the strongest steroids yeah, right. in the world for so, it. So I mean, 
Because I have to live with the worms somehow. But either way, that's my guess. That's just it's just a guess that they want to sign Soto long term. Uh, if you could deal okay. uh, to teach it, Second. makes it Second. way more financially feasible. That's all I'm thinking. Second question. Juan Soto has been pretty committed to going to free agency. Why would you trade Tatis with when you don't know if you're going to be able to get Soto back? Well, maybe there's – again, we're not there. I don't know if there's internal discussions with Soto. And I don't think you're going to – I don't, I don't think you're going to I just trade. don't know. I, and I also don't know that it'll happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't – I'm just confused. Like, what? I don't know. Like, Or do you believe – hold on. Do you believe they might want to move him to the outfield? They, they've done that before. I mean, that would be my guess. I don't think they're trying to okay. Tatis. So there you go. So there it is. That maybe eventually almost- that happens. But I don't think right now, like, like if he goes out there and puts up 40 and 100 again next year, and then you're like, we really want to get Soto, and we think this was a better for our organization, so we'll trade Tatis at a good, val- at a good value. But right now, right. there's a lot of questions around the league for Tatis. It's not a good time to try and get rid of that that's, guy if they want to. And exactly honestly, I don't think they want say. to. Yeah. I don't think they uh, want again, to. I really don't. It goes back to, we talked about it with O'Neal and Carlson. Uh, Tatis's value is not where it was a year ago today. No. And not so, where I think it will be in a year. Agreed. So. Agreed. I think he's. I love Tatis. I'm a big Tatis fan. I think he's the type of guy who will come out and prove it next year. Like I really I'm a big, I'm a big Tatis fan, but I just want to get his shit together because yeah, I, I have agree. a jersey right over here. I have a Tatis yeah. jersey right over here. I, I root for that guy. I just, I want him to get his shit well, together. I hope he has. Jersey isn't on your wall. No, I'm not hanging him up. I'm worried the paint's gonna get on it. I have problems. What'd you do? What'd you do with my? Did you? What'd you do with the wall jersey? Are you getting it framed? I don't have it. I didn't give it to you. Hmm. Yes, I did. No, it's still there. Oh, okay. Eh. I know for a fact right. I never got it. So, uh oh. But yeah. Be- oh, so oh, oh, also Colton Wong, Seattle Mariner. Yes. Oh, yeah. There. He- See, look at that. It was meant to Good be. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Screw the Milwaukee Brewers. You're better, Colton. Anyway, go to Seattle. He's going to be in a fun lineup. They needed a second baseman. I think that's a big upgrade for them over Adam Frazier. No offense, to Adam Frazier, but I think that's going to he's going to provide some veteran leadership. He's with a fun group. He provides some energy. They'll love him. I'm hoping there. he goes there and has a lot of uh, – yeah, also, he's going to look great in a Mariners uniform. You know yeah. that. Aesthetically he always, pleasing. He always aesthetically looks cool pleasing. as fuck. He, always looks he really does. Fuck. He has some great swag, uh, and their jerseys are great. Me. Do you think – does that tell you then they're not in on a Correa, a Turner, or a Swanson? That J.P. Crawford's their guy. I mean, they love him, and I I would him. say – I would say – I don't know. You know what? No, I don't think they're going to get one, but no, I wouldn't say that affects it because what okay. they did was they got rid of Abraham Toro, who – you know, they a lot did. of potential, but not very good for them at all. Yeah. Very below league average. Jesse Winker, who a lot of reports coming out about him, that he was a little bit of a headache. I don't yes. know. I don't know the situation no. well enough. No. Um, but they got rid of two guys that I think they're ready to move on from and got a player that they can use out of it. So, no, I wouldn't say it does that. I think they just kind of reshuffled some guys around. And really good move for them. I also think it's a pretty good move for the Brewers because you're buying low on Jesse Winker. Cardinal killer, and, Jesse Winker. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, Jesse Winker in Milwaukee, I mean, there's a world where he hits 35 home runs in that stadium, right? He's 100%, 100%. So, yeah. so I think it's a good move for both sides. Yeah. Um, sucks for Colton. I, I don't like seeing him keep shuffling around. But, yeah. I mean, he's going to be out there in a contender, really fun team. Um, looks like a great clubhouse, seems to me. Um, Scott Service is a great manager, so I'm happy for him. I think that's a good fit for him. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. And I, that's on me. I actually had that listed on my notes today, and I completely missed it. So that's on me. Well, we got there. Um, a couple things. So that's better. For those of you, once again, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being a viewer. Thank you for being a fan and supporting us. Once, if you could take a second when you're there watching us, viewing us, and it's over, and go ahead and give uh, subscribe to our page, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, we have hey, we're up. To, we're, we're pushing hundred. 
That's good I'm laughing for us. at. I'm. I just always love trying to hear you try to remember what lingo you need to use for what they need well, to do. Well, I always want to say downloads or subviews or <laughs> no uh, listens, and it's none of that. So yeah, it's views. It is views. But um, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. It's the it's the red button. It says subscribe. You click it, and if it doesn't say unsubscribe, then you haven't subscribed yet. Um, what that guy said. A lot of you. I mean, I don't. I'm not great at math, but we're getting around 500 to 1,000 views on every video. And we only have 70 subscribers, so that means a lot of you are not subscribed. So please do that. Yeah. Um, we would love that. It's free. It's free. It's free and it helps us. So it's, it's and a win-win. And also, let's be honest, it's, new, it's December 4th. Uh, we're in the Christmas spirit. A Christmas present. Yeah, it's a great Christmas present for, for everybody. We're not it's asking for your money. Maybe eventually we'll do that. But right now we're not. Yeah, just subscribe. All right. All right. Uh, just Hit the like you. button. We got a lot more likes on our last video than normal, so yeah. that was cool. Big fan. Big fan of you guys. We're big Don't fans. hit the dislike button, though. A couple of you guys did that. I don't like that. Don't do that again. <laughs> that was probably directed at you. No, you probably, actually. I'm kidding. You yeah. can do it if you want. It's up to you. No, don't. No, don't. No, 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 don't. Well, no, no we kidding. take feedback. Uh, we Maybe we just tell us what we need to be better at. This week of talking, in, the, in the process this week of hopefully talking with some pretty good sponsors, uh, we thought we're hoping to bring them on board without screwing up the show, with that, which they won't. But without you know bringing in a lot of clutter, I'm sure they're in now. I'm sure they're really well, in now. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you're listening to people and then all they do is do like some you know reads, it, it does kind of clog up the show. We will not allow that to happen. Like this is this is why we do we did this for us also, but also because we think we kind of have some value to bring to the baseball world. So here we are. All right, let's go through. Last week we opened up the new segment, the mailbag. Um, we got some comments, a lot of comments this week, which is really good. But one that I thought was funny that I wanted to address last week that uh, was actually said two weeks ago, but we got to address. Um, good old, let's see here. Okay, we got to get the old glasses out. Um, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Sharp, give him a shout out. This is hilarious. This was on our Mosaic one. Man, for two guys who do a podcast together, you really don't like each other. <laughs> I, don't, I was uh, trying to do. think about what that was a reference to when <laughs> I saw it. We, we do, we do, we do like each other. Um, we just have very spirited opinions that sometimes don't mesh and that comes out uh in a lot of you're a fucking idiot you're wrong uh i don't even know why you talk like those kind of comments but also be it'd also be a boring podcast if we disagree with each other right. the whole time right agreed yeah then it could agreed. just be me because no funny. one wants to look at your face anyway I, I, whoa okay <laughs> i don't dislike like to hit the dislike button right now um <laughs> i would like to do all right. Okay, we got we got a few more here. All right. Okay, here we go. Sorry. It is kind of hard sometimes for me to navigate because you have the entire like thing set up on your um, end, and I don't know why I don't. I feel like you're taking screenshots and more prepared from everything. I should have really done all of this work. But Mitchell, that was good. I like that. That was a good done. Um, good I, uh, I, I, <laughs> see. CJ, CJ, I'm not gonna try. Oh, CJ is awesome. I was almost, gonna, I was gonna say it's it's awesome, mate. Okay, That's just read the it. just read the comment. My CJ God, CJ is awesome. I get it now. Um, need to focus on a catcher, perhaps Christian Vasquez. Murphy Contreras will be expensive, and Danny Jansen Kirk could be targets too. I think we tick that, and I think we hit on that last week. I think we agree with all of those points. I don't agree. Yeah, I mean, I think Vasquez is a great option if the prices get uncomfortable for Mosaic. But my thing is, if you really want a catcher, that your number one target. Stop letting everything get uncomfortable for you and go get your guy. That's my opinion. Yeah. So whoever yeah, their I, guy is, I, I hope they get that. I don't really care who – well, I do care who it is. I'm opinionated. But I will say whoever their guy is, I hope they go get him. Go get your guy, whatever one it is. If it's Murphy, go get him. If it's Contreras, go get him. But whoever your guy is, 
Don't finish second again. Go get right. it. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Um, CJ also said, what if it was Jake Walsh? I'm not familiar with Jake Walsh too much. I should be, I guess. Okay. Reliever. Came up last year. Got hurt. Really good in spring training. He's a good relieving prospect. Um, he will be in the bullpen next year if he's healthy, I believe. Uh, he said, what if it was Walsh and another small prospect for Danny Jansen? I think you would be more tempted. I think that's probably true. I, I would agree. Yeah, but I don't that. think the Blue Jays would be I, nearly as tempted. That's what I was going to say. That's, but that's yeah, I mean, I was going something to like that, obviously. I mean, they do like relievers, so I guess. But I don't I – don't, Jake Walsh coming off an injury, um, I don't know how much value he has to other teams. Um, all right. J- John Eric Sewerman. Shout out to John Eric. Thank you. J-E. J-E-S. Uh, close yeah, to Jess. Zeus. It is coming up on Christmas. Um, but you get it. I don't like where you're going with this. Let's move. Okay, Let's get no, to the question. Right. Um, I, say, I say sign Contreras for all the talk of his defense. Uh, he backstopped the World Series championship team. You and I have talked about that. He is spot on there. Uh, just saying, additionally, keep all prospects. The team has already developed and just give up uh, a second round pick, which would be the that's the compensation pick he's talking about right there. Uh, and and uh, who could turn out to be nothing but Jake Plummer? Oh, oh whoa, whoa, like Plummer. Nick I Plummer. Jake, to be like Plummer. Jake Plummer was a quarterback for the Cardinals. To be like Plummer, Perez, et cetera, I think those were very valid points. Those are things that we kind of hit on, but we are in agreement with uh, with Jesus there. John I Eric Sewerman from the U.S. Boom. Nailed it. Okay. I do believe um, Contreras is a great option. Obviously, we talked about that a lot. Um yeah, I don't really have anything to add. I mean, he, he'd be great. Um, I'm, I'm all in on Wilson Contreras. And I also think if you still like Yvonne Herrera, and they have a couple more, um, Leonardo Bernal, Jimmy Crooks, some guys on the way. You um, love this Bernal. You just, first of all, you just found good. this motherfucker last night down a rabbit He's 18 from Panama. I love this guy. I'm not saying I was you're wa- wrong. Oh, my God, I was watching video of him. He has, like, he, I was talking to Kyle Reese about him. He said – he brought this up, and I cannot see it now. He has a John Jay-ish swing, which he does, with a shit ton of power. He had a ball – he had a home run at like a 113 out, switch hitting catcher, 18, 18 years old. And he – and Kyle told me that he thinks that Ivan Herrera was incredibly advanced at 18 from Panama, and he thinks Bernal might is more advanced right now than yes. Herrera was. So, yeah, I like him. I just found him, and he's really good. But I'm just also saying those are three fair. prospects on the way. Let me finish my point real quick because I didn't really yeah, yeah, tie yeah, it together. Yeah. Um, if Contreras ends up at the age of 34, 35, whenever, however long you sign him for, not being able to catch as much as you like. Well, if you like Herrera and you like these two prospects, Crooks and Bernal, which most people have ranked in their top 20 right now. Jimmy Crooks, who, right. Jimmy Crooks, right. Two younger two younger catchers. They're just new to the organization. If you like those guys, well, then those guys can catch more than Contreras, and he can be more of a DH slash catch sometimes type guy. But right now, Contreras would be a huge boost for the upcoming season. And with Goldie getting older, no one getting older, I think that's what they need to focus on. Yep. Uh, and also, like you said, um, with Bernal and Crooks, put up first years in ma- in professional ball last year, put up massive numbers. Both massive at Palm numbers. Beach. Yep. Um, I so, would like to go to Peoria. Hopefully, those one of those two or both of those two were there um, and see how, and watch those two because they well, we went their stats are very impressive. There. Well, no, they're in Palm Beach, but they'll, they'll move up. Yeah. Um, okay, just a couple more. We'll get out of here. Eric Ledford says Cardinals will not sign Contreras. If they do anything at all, I believe they will make a trade for Danny Jansen. I think a lot of folks feel that way. I don't, I don't necessarily believe Jansen's on their top trade target. I feel that has to be one of those things where Contreras ends up signing for more money than what, or years that they thought. And Murphy ends up getting traded out from underneath them. And then they explore the Toronto or they go to the Christian Vasquez where they kind of go down that line. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like I'm not saying that won't happen. I'm simply saying that's kind of where I believe that they lay. Do you lie? Do you agree with that? 
I think right now their top two targets are Sean Murphy and Wilson Contreras. And both of those two things have to fall through before they get to Danny Jansen. And I even would, um, uh, and I even would say that I think Christian Vasquez might be higher on their list than Danny Jansen. Okay, really? That's what I think. I think they really like Vasquez, and there's a lot of ties there, and they should. He's a really good player. So, um, shout out first of all, Mitch Sharp, which who by the way said the very funny comment. He uh, there was also a Mitch Sharp. I assume it's the same guy. I could be wrong, but this was very good, and this has nothing to do with baseball. But he said, "Dude, is that a Michael Hauser uh, shirt or inside a Steely shirt that I was wearing last week?" It was. Great catch. I talked to him a little bit on YouTube. Uh, big widespread panic fan. That was a good catch by him. That was what shirt I was wearing last week. So that was a good one. All right. And then final, the my favorite comment of the week. Soccer is a child's game. Just saying. Shout out to Derek Perry. You are probably spot on. Um, I don't even know what to do. I will say this. We were in the, a bar last night. One of our favorite bars down here. Brothers 3. Shout out to them. Uh, great peeps. Uh, shout out to Ian, the bartender. He's from London. All right. He's, he's a bloke from London. Very excited about the game today. He told me, because I asked him, I said, can you fucking explain why we are like so bad and Europe is so good? He said, because over here, all the big guys play football, basketball, and baseball. So you're left with all the short guys and we just get out bullied, which by the way, the Netherlands bullied the fuck out of us yesterday. That was the most rational, logical explanation of why we aren't good at as good, not good, why we aren't as good at soccer as anybody has given me. So shout out to Ian from England. Yeah, I mean, imagine what would happen if LeBron James showed the use of athleticism to play soccer. Right. Right. Now, like I, mean, if we, I, mean, I never looked at it that way. That made a lot of sense to me. Um, but it, but as Danny says, it is a, it is a kid's game, I think. Yeah, well, I also think it's getting bigger, which is cool. Um, but here's the thing that makes me – I don't get angry about them losing the World Cup ever. Here's what makes – like, it's our fourth sport, fifth sport, fifth sport in America, right, soccer. Um, it – we still beat team – we still tied England. It's their number one sport. right. Right, like, like that's how good we are at sports, and we yeah. take it for granted. But basketball will 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 cream everybody. Sorry, England, that's not your first sport, but you have no, no. chance against us. Um, no. Baseball, baseball, Dominican's really good, but that's also their Football. number one sport. Hockey, saw, no chance. Speaking of which, I saw hockey. Well, Russia's really good. Um, I saw people. <laughs> I saw the Dominican team. It's without Tatis, which sucks because they suspended. But I saw the Dominican team for the WBC. That team might be a problem. They are really, really good. <laughs> really, really problem. good. But like, I think the U.S. My is God, that's going to be fun. Oh, they're, I, I know. But I'm saying to beat the U.S., the U.S. is always kind of yeah. top. That Dominican yeah. team is freaking loaded with talent. Loaded with talent. I'm excited for it. I've never – like, I've always watched it, but I've never been, like, geeked up for it. I'm kind of geeked up for it, especially if we I'm get excited. to go. So it'll be cool. All right. I hope Anything one day it gets mean? as big. I hope one day it gets – it's not going to get as big as the World Cup, but I hope one day it gets to become a bigger event. I really hope I that agree. someday. I agree. You got anything else you need to, to say before we get out of here? Um, I don't think so. John Murphy has not been traded to the Cardinals yet. So I think in probably 20 minutes as we are off here, he will be. Um, but I'm excited. I think I think you're going to see some wheeling and dealing. One thing I hope Demo does, he seems to like to do simple moves, right? Simple, like one for one. No moves have to happen after this. We made our move. That's the move we're making. I hope he gets kind of creative. I hope he – maybe he trades away yep. a guy and says – well, this may be a little risky, but I have a deal lined up that I want to go make. Specifically, I think he can do that with the starting pitchers we have on our roster. And get a little bit creative with that. Maybe trade one away for something you need and say, well, okay, well, we don't know if we're going to be able to sign this guy to trade for him, but we're maybe taking a risk. I hope he does something like that. Okay. Wheel and deal, Mo. Wheel and deal. I want to make some, some moves over the next four days. All right. Yep. Yeah. So, um, let's. hey, I think the next four days are going to be interesting, not just for Cardinal fans, but for all baseball fans. I think you're going to see a lot of things happen. Probably, literally, uh, it'll start at 9 p.m. Central Time 
when we get off the air uh, tonight. So okay, thank I, you guys. We kind of went longer than what we knew. One more thing. Do. One more thing. I have a question for That's you that why. I want. Okay. Yeah. I I, no, I wanted to ask you one thing before we get out. Who's the first guy that signs at the winning meetings? First big guy, big guy that signs at the winning meetings. Verlander. So I'm talking shortstops, judge. Okay, Verlander. I'm yeah. gonna say. I mean, it was Degrom, but that was before the winter meeting. So yeah, I'm saying at the I think it's gonna be. I think it's Verlander. Yeah, I think it's Verlander as well. Okay. I was hoping right. we had different that's answers. Okay. Yeah, that's my guess. Sorry. Cool. Sorry about it. Fine. Um. All right, guys. Listen. Once again, we can't thank you enough. You can find us on all the socials. Uh, the Hard Nine Pod on Facebook, at the Hard Nine Pod on Twitter at Mike Noble 08 at Caleb Noble 08. He stole that from me. So that's on him. I had it um, first. Either way, I, either way it's on, on you. Um, you can find all of us on Twitter, please. Again, we love to hear from you. We will read your comments. We'll read your questions. That, that was fun. I enjoyed doing that mailbag hearing from other people. We really appreciate the engagement. Like Caleb said, a great gift Christmas gift for all of us. Go ahead and hit that little button that says subscribe. Uh, go ahead and give us the thumbs up, thumbs up. Good thumbs down. We we're just going to, let's go ahead and let not, no, I'm, I'm kidding, but Hey, we appreciate you guys. Have a fantastic week. Enjoy some soccer. You've got Army-Navy coming up next weekend. The bowl games will be t- kicking off. Uh, again, if you're an NBA fan, go watch the Pels. They are on, they're a wagon right now. They are on a run. So, Blues, what, hockey's kind of dead, too. So, you know, whatever. It be what it be. Hey, you guys have a fantastic week. Caleb's coming home soon. Uh, finals week, right? Coming soon? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for paying attention finals. to the podcast. I'm trying to. I will, well, first off, it takes you ten fucking minutes to wrap up the damn thing, and I'm but trying to see if Kyle Murphy is a Cardinal. I have to worry about one more thing. All right, All hey, right. you guys, be awesome. Stay safe. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you soon. Give us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Cheers.